Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. I'm going to do some sharing. You do me a favor. You do some sharing. And if we both do some sharing, then I have no doubt that the devotion is going to get exactly where it's supposed to get today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Y'all, a couple things since we're here early and we're going to get started. We're going to do some heart searching this week. Come on. I'm just going to be personal, share some stuff, give you some scriptures. It's funny because I was having a conversation with someone and they don't know that they were driving or giving ammunition for the devotional. We are just talking about fears and some other things. I want to give you a couple of announcements. Um, One, go get your registration in for Pillow Talk. Don't miss that weekend in October with us. Virtual. I think we got a couple of spaces left um, for day passes. You can go do that as well. And then get your copy of 30 Days of Prayer. I want you to still get it. Um, Jess, my sister, my co-laborer in Christ, has been sharing just little excerpts and her thoughts on her Facebook page. And it's been so sweet to see just the personalization um, that the book brought to her. So go get that as well. Um, Today, we're also... Try not to cry because he does such amazing artwork. We're also releasing a new journal and a new coffee mug by Josiah. Uh, We'll post those on the website. We'll send a major announcement out. Those will also go with the Pillow Talk in October. So if you're going to do online with us or whatever, go purchase your mug. Go purchase. You don't even have to purchase it just because of Pillow Talk, but you can purchase your mug. Part of those proceeds go help go to help us with Feed the Streets and other things in our organization. Um, this is a transition week. Um, transitions are not bad things. Transitions are simply us, us going from one place to the next. And so one of the things the Lord has admonished me on is how important it is for us to deal with our hearts while we are in transition. God is the master navigator. Can you put that in the comments today? Like God is the master navigator. He is just like the Holy Spirit is so good at navigating us to the places. But sometimes our heart needs a reset. Sometimes we don't realize what's in our heart until transition uh, happens. Okay. So this is the week that Josiah transitions to college. And he is going to school in Oklahoma. 
and it's not that far away, but still too far, <laughs> still too far. A hundred percent. I know without a doubt that this is God's perfect will for my son's life. He has provided for it. Uh, he is taking him. In, let me stop. Let me pause. Father God, we welcome you into our day. Mm. Reset our mind and our will and move us away from nonsense. Allow us to uh, yield to the master navigator. Woo! Baby, we in your ship. Woo! <laughs> and we don't want anything to hinder us. So, Father God, bring us full force into our destiny. Woo! Help us to have the best day ever. Hey, Katina, I miss you. Let's do breakfast or lunch soon. Help us to have the best day ever. Help us to uh, be seated um, in right places. Help us to not be confused. Move around those things that have hindered us. Uh, Lord, we want to deepen our relationship with you. And we thank you for your faithfulness. Now open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for the way you love us. Woo! Come on. We thank you, Lord God, for the way you are for us. We thank you, Lord God. Oh, my God. We thank you, Lord God, for how good you are to us. We thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord God, for just um, oh, hey, Jazz. We thank you, Lord God, for just your tender and your responsiveness to us. And we thank you, Lord God, for guiding us uh, swiftly, quickly, and masterfully in every transition. In Jesus' name, amen. So, um, mm, 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 mm. when we are in transitions, transitions often reveal what's inside of us. Like, that's what a transition is going to reveal. And sometimes um, we don't even recognize that those things are still there, right? And I was talking to one of my friends and she was like, I was talking actually about something else. And she said, I wonder where this fear, why has this fear come up? And I truly believe when fear surfaces, uh, we don't have to accept the information that it gives us but often we do fear false evidence appearing real. So we don't have to accept what fear gives us. We don't have to just because fear aligns or says uh, something to us. We don't have to accept it. We don't just have to go with it. And I think a lot of times we negotiate, come on, Holy Spirit, we negotiate and we deal with fear from such a place that we allow fear to dictate us or to tell us what's going to happen next. Ooh! Our hearts are encoded with the messages that we believe. I'm getting so stirred up. Our hearts are encoded with the messages that we believe. There are things that you believe that you probably don't even know why you believe them, right? But they have been so written down deep in your heart that you have received them to be true. Ooh! Come on, come on. They reflect rejection. Woo! They reflect deception. Uh, Jeremiah 17 says, the heart is more deceitful than all else and desperately sick. Who can understand that the Lord searches the heart and I test the mind. The heart is mentioned often in Proverbs. Like the Lord tests the heart. The Lord weighs the heart. The Lord detests a proud heart. 
the Lord hates a perverse heart and so many more. And so the scripture we're going to kind of peel through this week, pull some other scripture in and let the Lord deal with us on is Proverbs 4 and 23. Ooh, come on. Come on, y'all. Oh, my God. We're going to Proverbs 4 and 23. And. And we 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 know or we've learned by now the vitality of God's word to keep our hearts. It says the Lord's saying says, keep them within your heart for they are like those who find them. Right. We know that um, the word is like medicine to your heart. So Proverbs 4 and 23 reads this way, Julia, keep your heart with all diligence for from it flows the spring of life. Whatever's in your heart is how you're going to flow. <laughs> Come on. Well, it, it's not made up. I don't, I don't care. I see y'all jumping on. Keep sharing. Whatever in your heart is how you're going to flow. Woo! Whatever in your heart is how you're going to execute. Whatever in your heart. Now, I'm, I'm having all these like, supernatural occurrences. And I was talking to someone yesterday. Someone was introducing me to someone yesterday and he said something so profound right and i'm so cerebral i'm such a cerebral person i'm such a a mind-based person and i remember years ago my uncle my mentor said to me what you need to experience is spiritual and you're gonna have to deal with this mind of yours because your mind is so brilliant and so bright it will try to orchestrate the way that you live so yesterday nia when um, my newfound friend was talking to me, he said, you need to, Shaquita, he said, you need to make sure <laughs> you're doing what makes your heart happy. Woo! Come on. You need to make sure you're doing what makes your heart happy. So I had to, like, I'm writing this. I'm like, can you pause? I need to put this down. And he said, you could check it with your mind. He said, and you could check it with the word. He said, but often living out what makes your heart is your heart's happiness is where we're supposed to be, right? Because our God, God, our heart is our deceiver. Uh, God puts desires, but puts desires in our hearts. So I'm like listening to this and I'm like, okay, God, there is some depth to this that I need to peel back this week because I'm in this transition. It's not that I have not been in this transition before. Somebody asked me and it was like, how does it feel to have a college graduate? And I was like, this is not my first college graduate. I, I've graduated a 31-year-old, a 28-year-old, and a 26-year-old. I've been in this place before, right? It's just this transition has happened at the end of a at, at the end of a season that um was predicated by their father's death. Woo! Come on, come on, look alive this morning. You got to you got to listen to the truth of the scenario. You got to look at the listen to the truth. And sometimes when we have had traumatic experience and this, and events happen, we hold on to things a little tighter than we should. Woo! We build uh, relationships in such a way um, that even though it may be good for us. It may not be best for us. Um, I remember Joe had said something very powerful. I'm just using this because if you don't know, the triangle is one of the strongest. Like the, I'm not throwing up a delta sign. The triangle is like one of the strongest shapes, right? So 
So as I, hey, miss, as God is dealing with me, Josiah is saying to me, you and Judah and I have built like this triangle type relationship with not much room for anybody else. Come on, come on. And he said, where now we're in a season where, come on, my God. He said, now we're in a season where we're not going to be able to live. And he said, it was necessary, mama. We lived like this. It was necessary as we were dealing with dad's death. Like it was necessary. What we built was necessary. He said, but now, come on. Now, he said, now, instead of us building this triangle type relationship with me, you and Judah, and of course, God in the center, he said, mother, the relationship has to transition and where this triangle relationship that did not leave much room for anybody else to be in, you, Judah and I are now going to have to release that relationship and the level of relationship that we have now is connected like as we link hands and arms and co-join. Woo! I'm like, okay, Joe. Oh, okay, Joe. Okay, okay, okay. So mama, you got to let go. <laughs> so mama, you got to let go. And you're not letting go. Come on, y'all. I got to hear me in this because he gave me something so powerful. He wrote something to me and I'm going to read it to you. It's going to help us all this week. And mama, you're not just letting go. Yeah, Aunt Cheryl. You're not just letting go. You're not let just you're not letting go of me. <laughs> you're letting go. And I'm listening to the Lord speak to him. He didn't even have to say this. I knew what the Lord was saying. This, this, this thing come out of his mouth. This is what the Lord showed me. You're not, I'm not just letting go of Joe. I'm letting go of an old season. I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go of just Joe. I'm letting go of an old season. Come on, y'all. Y'all got to see this thing. I'm letting go of an old season. And our heart, our hearts are revealed. Ooh, come on now. Our hearts are really and truly revealed in every transition. In the transition, we find out what's really inside of our hearts. I'm like, okay, Lord, this is this is really deep. So I committed to myself to um, allow my heart to be clean Woo! by the master navigator, right? Because I don't want fear, rejection, abandonment, whatever was occurring in the nine year in the nine years after Jermaine left left to go with me into this new season because out of the abundance of my heart also flows the issues of life. Come on, Shayla. So Joe wrote this to me. He says, Jermaine, July 21st was uh, Jermaine and I, we would have been married 22, 23 years. And I know I'm healed because I didn't even realize the anniversary that came. So Joe wrote to me. He says, I don't know how much it affects you now, but I just realized what the other day was. He would be so proud of how much you've grown how you are treating and taking care of yourself, that you are making space and time for love, how well you are and have taken care of us, all of the things you have accomplished, and most importantly, all the ways you have let the Lord grow and lead you. 
after all you have sacrificed, you deserve to soar in this season. He loves you and I love you. Thank you for the ways that you have supported our father and for how much you have supported us. You have set the example of what strength, grace, love, and compassion should look like and what we should see in our wives. I hope you enjoy this next season of life and all the spaces that God takes you. You deserve it so much. Love you, mama. And I'm proud and grateful to be your son. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm noticing in this transition, right? Because I'm operating in new spaces and doing things that fear is welling up. Like I, I know, so I'm having to ask myself, where is the root of the fear? Where is the root of the fear, right? Because it, whatever's going on, it's in my heart. My heart is the command center of my soul, my mind, my will, and my affections. My heart is also, also really high risk, right? My heart is also really high risk. Your heart is also really high risk, right? So if my heart is high risk, right, then I have to keep the Lord's sayings within my heart so that um, it becomes medicine to me, right? Um, if there's anything in my heart, come on, come on, come on, Shayla. If there's anything in my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. If there's anything in my heart um, that isn't fertile, right? Come on, come on, Sandra. Thank you. Thank you for that. Then I've got to deal with it, right? So as we are approaching God's word, like God's word is the bread of life. We know this. God's word is like manna in my soul. We know this. God's word is the sustenance that we need to keep living, right? We know this, right? Um, God's word is going to cause us to blossom. Woo! So, so my responsibility is when it, we say guard our heart, right? My responsibility is to look inside my heart, which is my receiver, to see where this fear is coming from, right? Where is the fear coming from? Where is, where is the, and sometimes a root of rejection, a root of abandonment, Ooh, come on now, those things will produce fear, false evidence, appearing real circumstances and situations, especially when we are flowing in a lane or a place in which we have not flowed before. Woo! So it's not that it's unsteady ground. It's just new spaces and new environments, right? So I'm looking at I'm looking at myself and I'm saying, okay, what is inside my my what is inside my heart? So can I tell you something? For one, because we built this triangle type relationship. Yeah, Kelly, that's good. Allowing God to prune what hinders us. Because we built this triangle type uh, triangle type relationship, we have operated in spaces with people that we know are guaranteed to love us. Well, when you operate in spaces with people that you know are guaranteed to love you, then what will typically happen is there is no open opportunity or room for anyone else to come in. Woo! Why? Because our heart is always going to drive us to very safe 
spaces. Come on, y'all. So my heart, the command center, right, is affecting me. So if I am to guard, come on, if I'm to guard our hearts, then I have to filter my emotions and my desires and my thoughts and my responses through the word of God. To Timothy, I would say to Timothy and second Timothy, God has not given me a what? Spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. Fear doesn't come from God. 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 I'm going to say it one more time. Fear doesn't come from God. So if I'm afraid, I have to pause and ask myself, what is the root of the fear? What is the what is the root? What are all the tears about? What are what you have done? Like I had to tell myself, you have done well. And then you got to release Josiah so you can make room for somebody else. You got to release Josiah so that you can make room for somebody else. So the, the Lord wants us to guard our hearts by filtering our emotions, desires, thoughts, and responses through the word of God. Whatever we allow to enter our hearts, if it is not examined, if it is not evaluated properly, it will be expressed in our lives, period. If it is not examined, if it is not evaluated properly, it will be expressed in our lives in so many ways. Oh my God. It'll be expressed in so many ways. So ooh, the fulfilling plan of God, ooh, the fulfilling plan for Josiah, the fulfilling plan for Judah, the fulfilling plan for Crystal, the fulfilling plan for Julia, the fulfilling plan for Shayla. Come on now. My God flows out of my heart. Ooh, come on, y'all. The fulfilling plan of God flows out of our heart. Ooh. So if, uh, can I tell you something? This comes to a decision or a choice. <laughs> Everything God wants you to accomplish in your life comes down I'm sure to a decision or a choice <laughs> in order to walk out through, to walk through this transition and to walk into your next. <laughs> it comes down. What's supposed to see people like, well, God means to happen for us. It's supposed to happen for us. It is, but you can alter the plan through a decision or a choice. And I can't teach all this today. Because I got to talk about what we meditate on too, affects, right? It comes down to a decision or choice. So the, 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 the ability for us to walk this out, like, so Joe, when Joe first got accepted, he was going to go to Washita Baptist because he had broken his ankle. And in his mindset, he didn't want to go far away from home. He wanted to stay close to me. But there was a pivotal moment 
where the Lord invited Job to a space away from home. That's why sometimes you got to get away just so you can think clearly. Um, there was a pivotal moment where Job went away from home and the Lord began to speak to him about Oklahoma, but he couldn't get it. He couldn't get it until he was in a different environment and he could hear differently. Oh, come on. So able to fulfill God's plan has a lot to do with decisions and choices. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. It's a decision or a choice. It's a decision or a choice. So we, I have, I am making a big decision this week. I ran into another friend and she said, Hey, I, I was, she was asking me about it. I just started crying. She said, weep now, but don't weep in front of him. Because if you weep in front of him, he'll choose you over his purpose. Because he loves you too much. Because y'all done built this triangle. If you weep in front of him like that, he'll choose you over his purpose. So I have had to pull myself together and find a space to weep, <laughs> pull myself back in, pull myself back in and hold on to the truth because I don't want him to choose my emotions. <gasps> I don't want him to choose how I feel. I don't want him to choose my insecurity. I don't want him to choose my fear. I want him to choose God's very best plan for him so that he can go and fulfill God's purpose for his life. <laughs> so in, in checking my heart or checking what's going on in my heart or keeping my heart, I'm recognizing because we'll run with something. Oh, my baby leaving me. Oh, it's my baby. Oh, we've been through so many things together. Oh, we've been in so many places together. We will justify through emotions why we feel a certain way. But in truth and reality, it's just because we haven't put a guard on our heart. Let me tell you something. And I never and the scripture have been coming up again lately. When Abraham lost Sarah, Sarah had died. Abraham was grieving. The next part of the scripture says Abraham knelt and then he got up and Abraham went and got married again. When I was so sunk in my grief with my late husband, the Lord brought me to that word and was like, it's time for you to get up again. Like you let your emotions pull you into this space where this death is concerned. And you're not living out. And it's really a choice or a decision. See, we, come on, we give too much control to our emotions and our feelings. We give too much control to the way we're feeling, not realizing that we aren't guard, properly guarding our heart for truth. Somebody tells us we're supposed to grieve this way. Our mind, our responses, the things we've been through tell us this is how we're supposed to respond to this. And 
and actuality, if we want to be biblically correct, Josiah has served in this land so well, it's time to send him off with gifts <laughs> and let him go find his wife as Judah told him. That's what Judah wrote him. He wrote him a little note and said, go find my sister-in-law and let him go find his wife and let him go find his life. But I have had to tell, I have had to tell my emotions, right? That have surfaced in this transition woo, that you don't get to lead this thing because all is well. Woo, come on. Can you put that in the comments? All is well. You don't get to lead this thing because all is well. So when we say, when we see our heart is like, my heart is lifely given, it's sustaining. Above all, guard my heart from everything I do. I do flows from it. I have to recognize what could, could potentially butterfly be in my heart woo, that may be leading my choices and decisions. Remember, in transitions is when what, because transitions feel unstable. They feel like instability. They feel unstable, right? They're not where you were. You're not just yet where you need to go. In transitions, woo, in transitions, I have to put a guard. I got to check the emotions. I got to check the feelings. I got to recognize why am I responding the way that I'm responding? because we will also respond out of habit. If you've always been in an emotional responder, then the likelihood is you're going to be an emotional responder again until you learn to master what is going on in your heart. Your heart is not only essential for living, it's also essential it's also essential for dreaming. Woo! It's also essential. Come on now. It's also essential for following God's plan. So as I'm making a transition, and a transition is only a place taking you from this to that. That's all it is. It's only a place taking you from this to that. From this to that. <laughs> from this to that. That's all. But in the transition, we'll really discover what's inside of us and what we're made for. Woo! So pray, pray without ceasing. Make requests, talk to your God. Get some gratitude, renew your mind and take your thoughts captive. That's going to be what yields or takes possession or takes captive of the emotions, praying continually, talking to your father, being grateful, renewing your mind and taking your thoughts captive. That's going to help you guard your heart in a season of transition woo, so that you can respond and show up in a way. Oh my God. And not like you defeated <laughs> Because you're not defeated when victory has already been promised to you. I had to almost push this out. Oh, my God. When victory has been promised to you, right? You are living in a combat zone, Jericho. 
You living in a combat zone. You living in a war zone, right? Ooh. And sometimes we don't even recognize we're in a war because we've lived this way for so long. And when we've lived in a place for so long, we conduct ourselves in what we consider to be normal ways. But in transitions, you have to, um, your discernment needs to increase. Woo! Your, your, your ability, your keenness to hear God needs to increase. Your time and your temperament before the Lord should probably increase Woo! so that you will be satisfied by the fruit of your lips and not by the fruit of your emotion. Okay, let me pray. Woo! Lord, I thank you for it is well. I thank you, Father God, for this word this week that will help us deal with transitions. I thank you, Father God, that we are anchored in truth and we will not be moved by what we see. Lord God, let us experience another level of grace that we haven't seen before. Let your power be poured out on us this week. We thank you, Father God, for the intentional ways you have between us. We thank you, Father God that you will bless the work of our hands. We thank you, Father God, for fresh oil, for fresh eyes to see. We thank you, Father God, that you are removing all hindrances and all limitations in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for grace, for mercy, for love, for power, for peace. We thank you, Father God, for Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for the Holy Spirit. We Thank you, Lord God, for it is well. <laughs> Come on. For it is well. It is well. Let's start something up in me. Hope you take today's word and just kind of chew on this. Like, chew on this because. We want to follow what's in our heart. Well, fear, anxiety, worry, those things in our heart, guess what? We're going to only live at that capacity. And it's time for us to live in the supernatural ways that God has called us to live. It is spiritual. My God. Two things. Lord, place it on your heart to connect to us, to give through partnership. Go to the website, lmjministries.org, and you give there. If you never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, my God, it was, it's the fresh start. It's the beginning. It's the thing that's going to help you in transition. You just need to make a statement of faith. It's personal. It's between you and God. But I just want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed this prayer, please send us a Email info at justbeinglmj.com. Um, this is a week of swift transitions. And when you come out on the other side, you will be amazed. I hear you. <laughs> it is a week of swift and y'all better write that down. It is a week of swift and speedy transitions. And when you come out on the other side, you will be surprised at all God has planned. Woo! I, can I say it one more time? Because I hear it, it's like repeat on my spirit. It is a week of swift and speedy transitions. And when you come out on the other side, you will be surprised. Y'all hear me? 
No, what I'm saying to you is no more delays. <laughs> Come on. What I'm saying to you is no more delays. I hear, I, I've been prayed it, prayed it in the prayer, prayed it. Our hindrance removed. If you believe you receive when you pray, right? You believe you receive. If this is for you, if this speaks to your spirit, if you know this is, is um touching you in the inside, it's stirring you up, then it's your word. When we be like, I don't know if that word is for me. If it's doing something on the inside of you, it's your word. And so then you possess the word, you receive the word, and you're like, oh, okay, I ain't got no more hindrance. I ain't got no, I can go full throttle. Um, I'm all gas, no brakes. Hey, all gas, no brakes. Like I can go full throttle. It, it, if, if this is your word and it's speaking to you, receive your word. Like receive your word. Receive it. Like receive it. No more delays. Swift and quick and speedy. And I'm going to be surprised to what God has for me on the other side. Woo! Thank you, Lord. I receive. I re I'm so, I'm so. <laughs> I receive the word today, right? I receive, Lord, I hear you deep in my spirit. No more hindrances and no more delays. All you got to do is put your mouth on it. I receive in the name of Jesus. I receive it. I receive it. And as I'm speaking, God is just quickening you and just stirring up, stirring something up in you so that you can receive what he has. We, in your heart, in your heart, let this word be planted in your heart. Let this word be planted in your heart. Let this word be planted in your heart. Thank you, 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 thank you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you. And I also hear the Lord saying course correction. Come on, come on. I also hear the Lord saying course correction. Come on, Lord. Oh my God. I also hear him saying course correction. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for your word this morning. Thank you. Thank you for your word this morning. So when we look at the term course correction, it means God is fixing a situation where there is a problem currently. Woo! Oh, let me give you a scripture he's giving me. Uh, <laughs> let me give you a scripture. My God. Woo! Come on. Let me give you a scripture. Um, Matthew 19 and 26. Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. <laughs> Whatever the situation is, that there is uh, a problem. You may have a tangible problem in your life. Here God is saying, I'm going to fix this. <laughs> I'm going to fix this. I, you, you don't have to fix it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to correct it. I'm going to put it back on the right course. I'm going to do what needs to have to happen. Woo! Thank you. 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 Putting all things back on the right path. Lord, we thank you today for putting things back on the right path. We thank you for this time. We thank you for course correction. We thank you for new directing. We thank you for sweetie and speedy and swift transitions and no hindrances and no delays. In Jesus' name, amen. Receive your word today because I've received my. I love y'all. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. Woo! I 
I just want to rejoice. Like, I just feel like rejoicing right now. Like, I feel like if you praise your way for the next, I don't even want to, I'm not trying to be funny or that, but I feel like if you just spend the next 30 seconds, the next 30 seconds in praise, it's just sealing the deal and heaven hears us. Hebrews 1 and 14, you got angels going to work for you. So Lord God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Lord, let your glory be revealed in our lives. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for favor. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you for your will being done. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for daily bread. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Orchestrate, Father God, divine miracles for us. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. I see y'all back here in the morning. What time? Sipping at six. Call one of your friends. Say, you know what? We need to go sip at six together. Get in here and do the devotion. Something is happening this week, and you need to be a part of it. I love y'all so much. See you in the morning. Peace. Woo! Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you.